0: You're listening to Anxiety's Very Own, where we talk all things mental health, pop culture, and most importantly, our love of Drake. Welcome to episode four of Anxiety's Very Own. I'm Keisha. And I'm Emma. Welcome back. These intros don't get any less awkward. Uh, We're four (laughs) episodes in and it still feels weird. (laughs)
1: I we have to find our flow I struggle every time I just stare at you blankly after I say my name like you go next you go next it feels like a school project where you're presenting I I know
0: and then I want to be like so how are you but no it just we'll find our groove one of these days uh so I think we're just gonna keep this episode drake forward this is just this is going to be an all Drake all the time episode. Mm-hmm. Um there's there's quite a bit in the Drake Drake news world. I think.
1: I agree. Yeah.
0: There's some milestones.
1: Draking news.
0: <laughs> um so the main thing being today it was announced that Billboard is awarding Drake the artist of the decade at the 21 sorry the artist of the decade award at the 2021 billboard music awards um drake rolls the billboard's top artist of the 2010's chart and will receive the artist of the decade award at the 2021 billboard music awards on may 23rd now when i saw this today i said yes that makes sense perfect sense. I can not think of anyone else who would be the artist of the decade.
1: No, same. It's almost like this was planned to have his first album released in 2010 in order to make this happen.
0: Oh my gosh, that's that's actually quite profound. <laughs> first first album came out in 2010 and then in a decade later he is getting decade of the year, a yeah. uh, decade of the year album, uh, artist of the artist. decade. <laughs> there we go.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is so appropriate and like, it's so obvious, but also not obvious. I feel like he's done such a good job of always remaining relevant, like 10 years of consistent relevancy is such a feat it's hard
0: for every it's hard for anyone like that is almost impossible even for the best of artists like i'm going to even say even for beyonce who i get it beyonce is amazing okay this is not a beyonce there's no beyonce hate here but yeah, drake no. has never really even dipped off a little bit and beyonce i'm not saying beyonce has dipped off but there's been projects that beyonce has released where i'm like oh it's not bad it's it's not my favorite Beyonce
1: project, but everything Drake does, I'm just like I just it's I love it. I know. I was actually going to equate him to Beyonce cuz I think that Beyonce has done a good job of constantly remaining relevant and putting out work that seems to top the next thing. Like it's crazy to think that like Homecoming was I guess a year ago, two years ago at this point, mm-hmm. but like it was still like one of the feats of her career. It's true. But like you look at someone like even Jay-Z or Kanye West and their careers kind of have dipped it's like they're not in their prime anymore
0: that's a much better comparison forget
1: everything i said about (laughs) beyonce
0: i still love beyonce beyonce is no one's
1: question that okay
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) i'm just trying to think of two massive artists but jay-z and kanye are probably a much better example two huge huge artists have that similar star power but their careers have definitely taken a bit of a dip Mm -hmm. um which a part of me feels is intentional Jay-Z for sure I Mm. I don't know what Kanye is doing but um yeah Kanye doesn't hasn't brought that fire that he was bringing for a bit in the early to mid-2000s
1: yeah that like mainstream relevancy like yeah Drake has done such a good job of riding the line between, like, still being on pop radio, essentially, but still having, like, a hip-hop reputation.
0: I think that's why I used the Drake and Beyonce. uh, I I compared them only because I don't feel like Beyonce has necessarily had consistent radio success. Like, everything
1: has been a hit,
0: but it hasn't been popular with everyone
1: right i totally
0: agree it's not fully mainstream
1: Mm -hmm.
0: if that makes sense like obviously still mainstream because it's beyonce but i think off of every album drake has it always is on radio people are always quoting it people are always singing it Mm -hmm. it's not this kind of like underground cult classic kind of thing it's like mainstream and as you said it's like hip-hop he's hip-hop and he's mainstream yeah, he's he's managed to do it. He's hip hop and there's five year olds humming one dance, you know, <laughs> at daycare with their friends. With Adonis. <laughs> with Adonis. <laughs> it's just I think that's it's it's almost impossible to have a career like that. Very few people Agreed. have careers like that.
1: Oh, totally. Yeah. I I well I'm kind of at a loss for words not because I'm so touched you're so touched you're gonna cry oh so touched (laughs) no but it's true it's kind of like it's I don't think there will be a career similar to his where you managed to do this not in hip-hop I'm gonna is he the first to have a career like this in hip-hop I want to say yes. I don't know if that sounds like an uneducated guess. Like, I would say someone who's very similar, who's remained relevant, and like, almost 30 years into their career, would be like Snoop Dogg. Yeah. But, like, it's not the same. But I could see that. That's not a a horrible,
0: horrible comparison, because it's like, Snoop Dogg is, like, just doing his thing, and then you kind of think he's just like, oh, Snoop's a grandpa now. He's not really doing anything. And then, boom, he randomly drops the hit.
1: He's on a festival circuit. Like, you'll You'll, he's still performing regularly, yeah. But no, I don't. I don't think we'll see a career like as for a very long time. I think he, It's kind of like that cult classic, like Madonna thing, where it's like they're always going to be relevant in their field. Yeah, people will continue going to see him, and not to say people won't continue to go see Jay Z or Kanye West, but I just don't think that the actual like radio hits will continue. I do think the radio hits will continue moving forward for him as well. Like, there's constantly going to be younger fans. Constantly.
0: Drake is going to have radio hits for the next, like, I'm going to say five years at least.
1: For sure. I'd agree.
0: Yeah. It's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive, Drake's career. I I don't even know. I know we've we've been Drake fans for, well, for the decade. But, um... I don't even know if I thought Drake would become what he's become.
1: There's no way for like, I'll speak for myself. The only reason I ever kind of like got into in the first place was like, I liked the music, but I was like, mostly just like attracted to him. He's Canadian. And I was like, yeah, I'm so into this. Like I'm a fan, but like, yeah, I would watch all that MTV documentary like nonstop when they're touring in that young money bus with like Nicki Minaj and like Mm -hmm. all that (laughs) But I never anticipated any of this for him. No. I'm like so excited for him, but I can't say that's why I became a fan because I was like, this guy's gonna do great things. And he did. He's
0: he set a goal, it seems, and he he surpassed it. Absolutely. He has a plane. He has air
1: Drake. That one's still I'm baffled by, but I'm proud of him. Well, it's baffling only because,
0: like, even really wealthy people have trouble affording their own plane.
1: It's so expensive. Every time you charter a private plane of that size, it's probably, like, two to $400,000 just to fly it. But
0: that's how he's been able to travel all throughout this pandemic and live his life with his friends, which seems really nice. It must be nice to not have really been affected by this pandemic at all. sorry that took a turn a little hate just still waiting to be vaccinated over here in canada in our age cohort that's besides the point we're really excited for drake and it's well-deserved. And I feel like mm-hmm. everyone agrees. I was reading the comments when people were, when that was announced and everyone's like, yeah, well-deserved. Even when guy's like,
1: I hate Drake, but I get it.
0: And I was like, yeah, like it makes sense. Totally.
1: Yeah. You can't really dispute it. There really is, You have no leg foot to stand on if you have a problem with that. And literally every album he comes out with. I sound
0: so ridiculous right now, but it has such an impact on the culture. But it changes the way yeah. we talk. It changes like our slang. Like everything Drake does people are impacted by it and they it, like it has an influence on their life. They they start saying I only love my bed and my mama. I'm sorry. Like he has something like that every single album.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it's true. He's managed to remain part of the zeitgeist consistently this entire time, Yeah, which is pretty impressive and on top of that too like I think he's also managed to like control social media in such a way as well that it almost works in tandem as like a form of guerrilla marketing mm-hmm. like he patches onto like memes and then it it works it to his benefit it's yeah yeah it's, there's a whole machine working behind all of this it's not to say this wasn't like this was a total fluke there's so much thought that goes into this but it's been done in such a way that comes off as so organic
0: well that's why it feels like it seems like a lot of his friends and the people closest to him work for him mm-hmm. and i don't think it always works for everyone but no. i feel like it's working for for him it's i don't know anything okay mm-hmm. but it feels like the people that he hired and the people that work for him know him on such a deep level that they get his vision and they execute it
1: perfectly. Yeah. He aligned with the right people at the right time. Like everything, I feel like the stars aligned to make Drake who he is today with his friends and everything.
0: Which I think is with a lot of careers, a lot of people miss out on having really um, successful careers because it, it just didn't align who mm-hmm who they were with, who they were introduced to at the time. And there's, it just makes me think of artists who are, we listen to them and they'll be like, oh, like, why didn't anything ever happen to them? Or they're so underrated. And I think it's just like, it wasn't the right people. Yeah. Around them. Well, yeah, well, Drake, uh, we're, we're, we're excited for you. Congratulations.
1: From Uh, us to you. From us us to you.
0: (laughs) We know you're listening. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, congrats. And we will tune in on May 23rd. Maybe. I hate award shows. You know that about me.
1: I know. You'll
0: probably be tuned in. Award shows make me cringe. They're so uncomfortable. Like, I hope I never have to go to one. I probably won't.
1: (laughs) 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 But if I ever have to, I'll hate it. Oh, I love them. I love an award show. Sometimes when I'm just bored, I'll rewatch the clip of Moonlight winning Best Picture over La La Land because it brings me so much joy. <laughs> oh, my God. That makes me want to cringe.
0: That was so awkward. That's the one oh. good thing. Oh Well, there's nothing good about COVID or this pandemic. So I don't want to say the one good thing. But this year when the Oscars were on, because we had been watching the Oscars with you and your mom, mm-hmm. my mom and I. And I was so relieved that I did not have to watch the Oscars
1: because every,
0: I mean, it's only been like a year or two years that we watched Oscars together. I don't know. Well, I
1: guess it's a year.
0: A year, but I was just like, that whole time I was like, I'm not going. And my mom was like, what do you have planned? And I was like, nothing, (laughs) but I'm not going. And yet I still ended up going. But I was like,
1: I don't have to do that this year. Like, I barely even knew the Oscars were on this year and it felt great. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> they're awful this year But I think you were also relieved you didn't have to watch all the contenders Because I would just like the listeners To know that Keisha hated if Beale Street Could talk and <laughs> it's still an issue <laughs> That we discussed. Okay
0: here's the thing about If Beale Street could talk I get why People like it mm-hmm. I get it I just hated it <laughs> I don't I just uh, I don't know I I'm not the best I love movies I love to watch movies but maybe this is an anxiety thing I really like to keep what I watch light-hearted and so when I watch mm, a really dark heavy yeah. movie there are dark heavy movies that I like way more than if Bill Street could talk but I think sometimes when it's just super dark and super artsy I'm just like nah but I can't
1: Queen and
0: Slim. Oh, I loved Queen and Slim. Yeah. But <laughs> I think so it was hard. like the aesthetic, but I also was like I was not right for days after that movie. Mm. The decompressing, like I cried randomly for days and I will never watch it again because it just I felt it in my core. Fair enough. Um but it was the esthetic. I think it's the esthetic with Queen and Slim. The music was so good. I'm not listening to anything off if Bill Street could talk. Sorry, I know people I like that to music too. You probably do. People time. probably make dinner to that, and it's <laughs> yeah. the perfect. I get it. But no, the soundtrack for
1: Queen and Slim. W- well, yeah, of course. <sighs> was fire track. It's true.
0: And the director. Oh my gosh, I'm having a brain fart. Um, what's her name? the director melina no she produced it uh melina matsukas i think her name is i'm butchering it but she directed queen and slim and she's a a music video director is her background like hip-hop music videos and so i just found the aesthetic of queen and slim so visually appealing i just loved it and it felt like
1: a music video it's true that the storytelling I didn't mean just to equate those two but just because you say you don't like dark movies and that was no I know same year the same year but if Bill Street could talk was very very slow
0: oh my gosh the slowest (laughs) yeah I'm not but everyone in that movie is very talented it's no disrespect to the acting or the people creating it people love their slow artsy movies it's just not for me fair enough I can't do it. But I do miss going to the movies. I can't wait till that is something that can happen again. Likewise. Yeah. I miss dill pickle popcorn, which I have here, but it doesn't hit the same. Or ketchup. Dill pickle or ketchup? I go between dill pickle and ketchup popcorn. Depends on my mood. No one needs to know this, but (laughs) (laughs) speaking, did you have anything to add on the popcorn? (laughs) No, I'm purely
1: a dill pickle. Uh... (laughs) Yeah powder gal but
0: someone says if you mix the ketchup and the dill pickle it tastes amazing like all dressed or something it's kind of like all dressed
1: interesting but wait do they have an all dressed powder i don't think they do
0: not in canada at least
1: yeah well i think it would only be in canada oh yeah all dressed is a canadian thing Uh, i think it only has their salt and vinegar and cheddar
0: uh to our german listeners because we (laughs) have three percent of our listener listenership is that a
1: word though
0: yeah um is in germany we're talking about popcorn seasonings Uh, you guys probably have those there but just in case you don't (laughs) the seasonings that you put on popcorn i
1: just want to circle back real quickly
0: you know what though this is actually the perfect segue into the next topic kind of seasoning flavor aroma oh if you will nicely done drake's candle line came out on Sunday, May 9th, on Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Better World Fragrance House. Now, Emma and I have been discussing these candles at length, I feel, for a few days because you would think that we would have bought some because we're such great yeah. And we know Drake has good taste. This is the thing. We know Drake has good taste. Mm -hmm. But we have been on the fence. The cost of the candles is actually less than I thought. It's not $80 a candle. It works out to something like, I think it's like $60 a candle. Canadian. Yeah. Um, But the thought of spending $60 on something that I can't smell first is really
1: making me feel some type of way. And the product descriptions, while they're like beautifully written, really give you no inclination on how they'll smell.
0: Now, to buy a candle or not to buy a candle. We're already late, I feel like. I feel like everyone's buying these candles and they're going to be way ahead of the game and we're not on trend. But I'm just like, I'm so conflicted. They sound good. They sound really good. Mm -hmm. And the guy who has been making his candles seems legit mr carby mr carby and mr carby when i saw a picture of him i was like he looks like a man i would buy a candle from he does (laughs) he really does but i just like do you spend 60 dollars on a candle like i have two candles that i absolutely love and i'm gonna tell you them even though no one Asked and they're from Bath and Body Works and it's champagne toast and rose water and ivy. Those are my go to candles. Like that's what my room always smells like, especially the rose water and ivory. That's like my go to. Rose scented anything is my number one. Mm. And that's why I am interested. There is a candle Drake has called Williamsburg Sleepover that Mm -hmm. is supposed to have like red rose petal, a red rose petal scent, which is like maybe calling to me
1: but it's like do you spend $60 on a candle see I have in the past but it was like this was a well-revered candle company and you know what you're getting into with a candle company that's sold at a high-end store and that you can smell beforehand before committing because you know 40 hours of burn time is a long time
0: and you're it committing is to
1: your whole home smelling like this scent
0: And if it doesn't work
1: out, like, what, what do you do with it? You melt out the wax and then turn it into a jar for something else.
0: And see, the jar isn't even. I don't love the packaging. Like, do you get a pen to write on it yourself? You do. Oh, you do get a pen. Okay. So if you haven't seen what these look like yet, these candles, it's like a navy blue candle holder with a candle in it. And there's gold writing that says the name of the can- the the scent, I guess, or what mm-hmm. the candle's called. Yeah. And then you can write a message on it because that's when Drake was sending out all those promotional candles. He was like, this candle for this for. person, which is awesome. And I feel like if you're in that meditation mode, you can write, you know whatever you want on it which is kind of which is kind of cool
1: it is I do like that it's his handwriting on there I think that's kind of cool and I like how it doesn't say like Drake all over it or anything It's we well, pretty much
0: of- know it's like there's not even like the owls the OVO owls on yeah. it or anything like that like it's like it's his but he's very much it's it's not just like oh I'm Drake and I have a candle line, yeah which part of me thinks is why these
1: candles might smell really good I know. I think we need to see if there's, like, I feel like the only retailer is in Toronto, but, I mean, it's like, yes, it is expensive for a candle, but maybe it's just a fun $60 to spend.
0: I've spent, I've spent $60 on things that, oh my gosh, things that, yeah, I don't even, I can't even show for it anymore. Mediocre food. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm going to read these candles out. And read their sense. I don't know if that's going to be fun for people, but I'm going to read it out, and we're going to think. Okay, there's three I have in mind. Okay, mm-hmm. so Williamsburg sleepover, which yeah. <laughs> sexy. That just sounds sexy to me.
1: The right. I don't love Williamsburg, one. but I-, I didn't imagine he'd be in Williamsburg. I
0: know that's why I'm just like Williamsburg isn't seem very draky, but. I wonder if he has, you know, like, a little, like, hipster Williamsburg, Berg, like, you know, a, a little ting, you know?
1: <laughs> like <laughs> I wish you could all see Keisha's, like, shoulder shrug as she said. Yeah. I was so uncomfortable because I
0: can't, I don't, I don't talk yeah. like that. Um, okay, Williamsburg sleepover. It's genderless and luminous Frag fragrance captures the essence of an urban garden under shaded lights so that new york vibe oh. like oh i love that the red roses succulent blonde woods and warm luminous ambers combine for a story of freedom and sensuality yeah he gives off a floral woody musk that sounds sexy to me
1: that was the one i the what was what's the way he describes the floral the no the um the lighting in a park at night, what is it again? Wait what <laughs> in the in the description yeah, the way the park is described or maybe I just imagine a park, but a garden like- under shaded lights. That's it. Garden under shaded lights. I yep. just imagine like a bench in Central Park at nighttime where there's just one light on it, but there's like that warm scent in the air and it's like sticking, kind of humid, like that very New York summer. And it's like there's still people out and about, but there's not as many people. I can visualize it perfectly. Oh, it's it's
0: that's what I'm like. This is why I'm like, this sounds so good yeah so good um okay one moment the site is really hard to navigate well Uh, also none
1: of them are written as beautifully as that one
0: that one captures
1: like a moment whereas the others i just don't i can't visualize it
0: the next candle i think this is one that was kind of um entry dust maybe as well it's called oh speaking of tings it's called sweeter t- sweeter tings <laughs> i never want to say that again it just does not feel natural coming out of my mouth <laughs> it's called sweeter tings but it it's described as an addictive and nostalgic oriental are we even allowed to say that <laughs> oriental gourmand what's gourmand
1: <laughs> fragments <laughs>
0: with subtleties of comfort and goodness
1: you that was so choppy (laughs) 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 this is what I'm saying why aren't the rest of them written as beautifully as Williamsburg sleepover I know see
0: okay maybe this is making my decision a lot easier if I'm good I think I I I think I'm probably gonna end up buying one of these candles because I'm still thinking about it but I don't Oriental gourmand, gourmand fragrance.
1: I what? have no idea what that would smell like. Do you like, know what a gourmand Jasmine? is? Gourmand is someone I feel like who has like very good taste, like a gourmand, someone who's like refined taste. That's what gourmand is. That's what I thought.
0: Maybe. Oh. I'm Oh, no, um... you're probably right. I'm like, I thought it was like a, a fruit or something, <laughs> like a gourd oh maybe that's what i was like is that some sort of squash oh gourmand a person who enjoys eating and often eats too much okay this description sounds really kind of is that racist (laughs) and a nostalgic oriental gourmand
1: i have no idea what that would even mean what does that mean? The only thing I was like, okay, maybe orientally meant like Jasmine and Lily or something. But. Well, it matter. says a
0: candle features notes of bergamot, uh, lemon peel, dark voodoo rose, warm cedarwood and soft musks. Nothing about that is giving me what. okay yeah we probably joggies. should have done more research into this because i don't know what an oriental gourmand is but that's <laughs> that just doesn't sound right it feels like a very dated term it is it, it is very yes okay concerning okay the next scent is good thoughts This candle is to mimic a fresh bouquet of rich florals surrounded by a vibrant bright light of freshness for a captivating positive energy. This candle features ingredients derived internationally, including fresh aldehydes, (laughs) uh, bergamot oil, balsam oil, ylang-ylang, clove buds, and more. So, good thoughts is actually at the top of my list. Uh, one because good thoughts, if I'm gonna set a vibe with burning candles, which is what I do when I burn candles, usually the vibes are going. the Erica Badu is playing. Good thoughts seems perfect for that. And the scent profile mm-hmm. sounds like something I would I would kind of
1: like. Yeah. you love clove buds.
0: last oh thing I know
1: about you. I
0: love clove buds. You know when people smoke, you know when those annoying hipsters smoke clove cigarettes?
1: Yeah. And they're like, oh, I don't
0: smoke regular cigarettes, I smoke clove cigarettes. And part of me is like, you're such an asshole, like get out of my face. But also I'm like, I love the smell of the clove <laughs> cigarettes. They smell so good.
1: Then it does sound like it's a candle for you. Uh, there's another one
0: called Muskoka,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and which I would guess is like the Hamptons of Ontario, I'm going to say. That's what it seems like. That's like is cottage country. It's an. <laughs> here we are again with the Oriental. Uh, is an Oriental woody fragrance that emulates the smoldering warmth of burning woods, golden embers, and the feeling of being cozy by the fire. Notes of birch tar, fresh clove buds, back of the clothes, cedar wood, sandalwood, and smoked leather make up the scent.
1: I could be into that one.
0: I'm still kind not of, a Williamsburg. I so. kind of like the thought of it that it might smell kind of manly,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, which I love manly scents. But I do prefer a manly scent, like just on a man, right? I don't yeah. always burn scents that smell manly in my house. I like to keep my yeah. room in a more feminine space, feminine energy, if I can. If it's just me. I like to have a more feminine scent.
1: Lighter scents I find are more um, like meditative for me versus these darker scents is more just like setting a scene for like Christmas or fall. Like it's, it's, it's not as um, soothing for me. I agree.
0: I think uh, when I think of, I, I, it feels weird saying manly. I'm sure there's another word I could do or just a more masculine forward, but masculine forward scent i find it works best if i'm if i'm somewhere like out somewhere mm. then it works like i don't know do restaurants burn scented candles no but if i'm in no. i don't know a department store or something yeah and a candle then i'm like then i usually am like oh that smells so good when it smells sort of manly that's true speaking of manly scents this is this is the candle that this is the candle that's got us really fucked up okay <laughs> uh lastly it's called carby musk okay and it's named after the fragrance person who created these candles with drake uh who came up with the scent mr carby and this candle is supposed is supposed to smell like drake I'm going to read this. This candle allegedly smells like Drake and is the personal fragrance he wears, according to its product page. This soy blend contains notes of musk, ambers, cashmere, suede, and velvet. And Drake looks has been wearing velvet so much lately. Drake looks so good in velvet, okay? As the description continues, smooth musk fragrance is introspective as, as in an interruption of your beautiful self, yet extrovertive. As how you would want others to see your bold, brilliant self. Wow, reading this is making me realize I really can't read. And um also that sounds, that sounds kind of good. I just want to know what it smells like.
1: I thought that this was named after Miss like Mr. Carby, the the scent maker.
0: Yeah, the scent maker.
1: Oh, not Drake.
0: But this the candle's supposed to smell like Drake, but it's named oh. after Mr. Carby.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Which doesn't so, make any sense.:
1: No, and weirdly because Drake, I thought, famously wore Tuscan leather by Tom Ford, like that was his scent.' It's,
0: that's what I thought, but um, but maybe they can't say that maybe the smell's just like Tuscan leather, and they can't say that. Yeah, I wonder, a fraction of the price. But we've smelled Drake. I smelled Drake. I don't know if I've already said this in the podcast episode before, but when Drake embraced me in two thousand what nine? 10. 10. Sorry, yeah, two thousand ten. Um, he smelled so good. So I'm just like I'm trying to see if he still smells like that. And well, the- sorry, no, you go. No, you go. Sorry. From you
1: what go. I no, no no I was gonna I was gonna come up with a description for the the scent on the spot, but you go
0: well no what was your what was your description
1: oh like a clean sense of dryer sheets with a fresh twist of citrus oh my god i know that's exactly what it was it's like cotton like
0: fresh cotton and fresh squeezed lemons <laughs> i promise you i'm not lusting after Drake. everyone it just he smelled so good he smelled actually so good and i love that's my like i love when i love a perfect cologne on a guy like to me like when i smell when a man has the cologne that works perfectly for him, it's the best smelling thing in the world. And maybe that's just being female, but there's this guy in my old job years ago when I worked at a liquor store, this like 70-year-old man used to come in. (laughs) And when I tell you who's the best smelling person I have ever met, I still say this. Like it goes him and Drake. Their colognes just worked so perfectly with their body chemistry.
1: Interesting.
0: This 70-year-old man, and he told me the perfume and it was like, or the clone. And it's like made, it's horrible. It's like made with like beluga fat or something There's something. And it oh cost him God. like a thousand dollars. And he was like one of those seven-year-old guys that came in with like a 22-year-old
1: oh
0: baddie, a 22-year-old baddie every, every, every weekend, you know, like sad. But he smelled so good. And there's, I, I love when a cologne works with a man's body chemistry, it is and I don't even mean that in a creepy way. I just, it's just so
1: perfect. Because it doesn't feel gross. Sometimes it's like aftershave or cologne, they just feel like forced and kind of icky. But when it works, it just feels so natural and like, this makes sense for you.
0: Well, that's how I always feel. I feel like men should not wear cologne if they don't have a cologne that works for them. Like if people aren't complimenting you on it, Mm -hmm. if your girlfriend or your mom or strangers aren't being like, oh, wow, you smell so good. What is that? It's not for you. Yeah. I think you could also say the same almost for women, but I I feel like women have more can get away with it more with wearing random scents. But Mm -hmm. I just think it's so different for guys. It's like don't wear cologne at all if it doesn't work for you. Is yeah, my whole thing
1: bad cologne is so awful.
0: It's worse than bad perfume. Yeah, it, it, totally. It's really horrific. So, um, yeah, that's why that's why I kind of want I want to get Carby Musk because I just want to see if it smells as good as Drake smelled in 2010. And that's also another debate. It's like, does would you still smell? Do you still smell the same ten years ago? Like as you did ten years ago. has your scent changed see i've been wearing the same perfume since like ninth grade
1: oh sorry i thought you were saying does drake still smell the same as he did 10 years ago and i don't think he does you don't think he does yeah i think he smelled like that because it was clean like freshly laundered clothing
0: i wonder what laundry detergent he was using
1: that's what you think i always thought it was his cologne well I don't know I don't remember the scent like you but based on the description of the scent it just smells like clean laundry
0: oh man it smells so good
1: so <laughs> I, I kind of want to get Carby must just to see just to see that would be the test though because you could smell it and instantly be sent back to that moment in time I'll remember it
0: I'll remember it yeah. because not everyone changes their sense not everyone changes their sense sense is one of those things like no matter how much money I mean again I'm not There were also scents that I was wearing in high school that were really disgusting that I'd never wear now. But my go-to, Stella McCartney, my tried and true, I still wear it to this day. So No, fair
1: enough. I just think that he's changed, like, his view on himself. Like, I think he tries harder than he did back then.
0: Yeah. He doesn't even look the same.
1: No, and I think back then it was impressive to wear, like, a Hugo Boss cologne, whereas now he's, like, graduated.
0: Oh, he's, yeah, it's true. That's true. Anyways,
1: we'll we'll update you. We'll,
0: I, I'm sure you're all so riveted by all this. Uh, we'll update you. If if if
1: we buy the candle, I don't know. Are you going to buy it? Do you think you're going to buy one? Oh, I'm so tempted. I'm trying so hard not to spend unnecessary money. If there's if shipping is free, I will. If shipping costs an arm and a leg, no. Okay.
0: All right. Well, um,
1: I think that's it. I'd agree. It's a good place to end things
0: um, on. Okay. We'll be back next week or in a couple weeks. I don't know. We'll be back soon-ish. Really? Uh with more more Drake, more mental health, all that good stuff. It's the best. All right. Everyone, have a good have a good week. <laughs> and Bye. we'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye. 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 That concludes this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed. If you do enjoy what we're doing, please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps a lot. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at anxietiesveryown at gmail.com.
1: Thanks for listening.